Good day. Hey, be home by dinner. I love you. Good morning, Mr. Fielding. Morning, Catherine. And here are your daughters, Angela and Catherine. It's about seven hours ago, and that's the last information we have. Catherine! Angela! If you can hear this, we love you. Please come home. Hey. Hey, you found her? What are you and Catherine doing out there in those woods? You're just walking and walking. That's all I remember. Angela, can you tell your dad how long you were gone? A few hours. Baby, you've been gone three days. What did you say? I didn't say nothing. Thought I heard you say something. Hey, baby. You okay? girls went they brought something back with them the body and the blood of jesus christ people out there who have. You have some experience with possession. Yes, more than I'd like. I believe you can help get our girls back. Exorcism is a ritual. Every culture, every religion, they all use different methods. It's going to take all of them. We've met before. Mother. What did you do? Is that Catherine's heartbeat? They're beating in sync. And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another movie review here for you on the podcast. Today we are talking The Exorcist Believer from 2023 from Universal, who I found out paid $400 million for this IP. Insanity, right? (laughs) So with that being said, (laughs) let's get into our review I, I was baffled by that number. Let's get into our review. Alex Madden is here with me today from YouTube, from the Cinemania World team. Alex, what's up, buddy? How are you? What up, what up, Cinemaniacs? It's been a long time. Great to be back on here and to talk about, unfortunately, The Exorcist, The Believer, which didn't make me a believer. Yeah, man. Yeah. We are talking about the Exorcist Believer. Anyone, before we get into the review, let's get into a quick bio. 
from IMDb, when two girls disappear into the woods and return three days later with no memory of what happened to them, the father of one girl seeks out Chris McNeil, who's been forever altered by what happened to her daughter 50 years ago. Um, of course, is directed by David Gordon Green, who also did the new Halloween movies, Halloween 2018. He did Kills too, right? Um, he, he did all of them. He, he did. He? he did all three. Yeah, but that's yes. that's a that's a bad sign right there. <laughs> yeah, um, and of course, it stars Leslie Odom Jr., Ellen Burstyn returning as Chris McNeil, and Ann Dowd. Um, all right. Exorcist Believer, let's just get into it. Mm-hmm. We saw it last night, a press screening. This is our first time, by the way, doing a review, you and I, in a minute. Yeah, just been a while. We went, yeah, we went together. So yeah. uh, let's talk about this, I guess. Yeah, let's just um, let's just put all the cards out on the table. So, you know, usually so there, used, there was a time when we would do, we would watch a screening or watch movies or you know, whether it's like a opening night movie and I'd sometimes I'd come home and just get right into the review. I think we did this for Halloween Kills. Like we saw it together. Then you and I came back and just did a review. Yeah. So I was happy today that I sat with the movie for a little bit because at coming out of it, I was like, uh, you, I thought it was okay, you know? Yeah. Bailey and James, who we saw with our friends, mm-hmm. they liked it more than you and I did yeah. a little bit. And yeah. I just came out with it. I was like, it's was, okay. It was, it was yeah, fine. That was the vibe you know? I was getting from them. Yeah. And I think I said that because I really wanted to like love this movie. That's the thing. And it's tough when you've been looking forward to a movie so, so much. And then it just, it's not what you wanted from it. And I can't, I can't really say like the most recent time that happened where I was looking forward to something and it just did not meet my expectations at all one mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Widows. I think Widows is good. I think Widows is really good. But man, I am a sucker for a really, really good trailer. Like I'm talking a really good trailer, a trailer yeah. that gets me rewatching it rewatching it rewatching it like i i love the music choice i love it's also probably happened with that movie us with from jordan pill oh I mean, yeah I, dun, 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 dun. really good movie but the trailer was better than the movie yeah. and that is how i feel about that's how i felt about widows and that's how i feel about the exorcist believer i actually really enjoyed that first trailer it's, first time it, i watched it it wasn't online with everybody else. I remember the first time I watched it was in San Diego. For some reason, it played right before Oppenheimer. That's weird. <laughs> and when it started, I didn't know it was The Exorcist Believer. I was like, oh, what is this? Like, missing persons well, kind yeah, of movie? Yeah. And then it starts getting into, like, the demonic stuff. And I was like, what is this? I did not know it was Exorcist until the little jingle played. I said, this is Exorcist? And then, uh, um, then I seen uh, Chris McNeil. And I was like, okay, so this is Exorcist. Holy smokes. And I love the trailer. Right. People hated the trailer when it first came out. I didn't think it was a bad trailer. I loved Yeah, I thought the trailer was really good. And yeah. so going into this, I was hearing all the negative, you know, you know, just like they were talking about, you know, test screenings. And usually test screenings, I feel like, to me, are like bullshit. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, whatever. For sure. Uh, so... Yeah, coming out of it, dude. I'm. I was. Re- I think it's because I just. I am really disappointed by it, 
because of how yep. much I wanted to like it. And uh, yeah, that's just what I had to open up with. I just, I'm really disappointed by it. Yeah. I wanted to love it. I think it's okay. Like, I don't think it's bad. Exactly. You know, I, I think it's okay. Yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it's the 25% or 39. No, uh, I Metacrit- saw that, that today. Metacritic Holy and, shit. Yeah, that Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes are giving it, but I don't know. Like, I had, I'm, I'm like you. I had a chance to sleep on it too. Um, I actually recorded a review yesterday. My audio got kind of fucked up during it, uh, but I re-recorded it uh, before I hopped on here. And I and I said in my review, I said it's one of those movies that's not going to stick with me. Like it's immediate. It's one of those movies that's immediately like you watch it and it's like, okay, that came out. You know, it, it, it's there's nothing here that's even all that memorable. I mean, there's things I like about it. But there's nothing that's gonna stick in my mind for the next like month that's gonna make me obsess yeah. over the movie. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I guess we can. Yeah, I, I mean, we've already kind of gotten into it, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. So my thoughts is, uh, yeah, I just, I man, it, it was, it was fine. Yeah, you know, it's, 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 fine. it's okay. I mean, if you're, yeah. if you're one of those people that hated the exorcist 2 like it's way better than exorcist 2 it's i mean it's i i haven't seen exorcist 3 but from what i've heard exorcist 3 is pretty good so it's probably not better than that it's probably better than the prequels um but i don't know man like thinking back on it and like looking at like the exorcist like the actual movie itself this is just another one of those properties for me like jurassic park that Mm -hmm. never Mm -hmm. needed a sequel yeah, and then I mean we got those two other movies. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like they wanted to do the thing where where they, you know, they brought it back. They, yep. You know, the requels are very popular. We've gotten a thousand of them. Yep. And some of them are some of them have worked well. Like I think I think Halloween twenty eighteen is. Yeah, I do enjoy that a, movie. That's a fun one. Um The Return of Candyman, Scream, of yep. course. Yep. Then you had the complete duds like the Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. Requel, yeah. and then uh, now, unfortunately, this one. Yeah. So there's a bunch of other ones, but uh, yeah. So they got David Gordon Green. It's Blumhouse. It's Universal, and it didn't even feel like the. It, it didn't even like this. I don't know the style. Just didn't even feel like no, like the it, like the you know the Halloween movies. I I just feel like those like are, have have a certain style, right? And I think this was lacking that, right? This is what I absolutely. Generic. Yeah, what I absolutely hated about this one, I just want to get this off my chest. Sure. Uh, I thought the editing was awful. Yeah, I did I thought too. I noticed because that. there are moments where it feels like a movie that's chopped up into pieces because somebody will be talking and it's like glimpses of like random stuff mm-hmm. while they're talking mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be scary, but like it just annoyed me. The f- what the fuck is going on? I was like, what the fir- fuck I mean, is going on? The, or- <laughs> the original kind of had that because people would be like talking or like standing in a hallway in the original. Then all of a sudden there'd be like a flash of like some like demonic face. Yeah. But at least in the original, I was like, it's William Friedkin. The guy is a legend. He knows how to stage all that stuff. He knows how yeah. to build the intensity. He knows how to make you feel unsettled in a character drama with horror elements, which is essentially what the exorcist is. This tries mm-hmm. to emulate that so much and it fails yeah. on almost every aspect. Yeah, I agree. I, um, yeah. So it was like, it was like the editing was so weird. And then somebody would be like in a mid conversation and then it would cut to something yep. 
mm-hmm. like they're they're talking, but it's like it will cut to a shot of them, like bef- like two minutes before the convert. I was just baffled yeah, by the editing. I weird. can't even explain it's, it. There was just yeah, people would just be speaking, and then it will cut to like a scene, they were and then it will cut tongues. back. Then it would cut back to like two minutes before the conversation happened. And then, cut back. then it would like, like some of the edit. And I usually am not an editing like like Hannah is the editing the editing girly yeah. of the podcast, and she'd probably hate the way this movie is chopped up. I would um, not be surprised if she hates it. Well, yeah, yeah. but I mean, like, yeah, as far well, as yeah, I know, I know, choices, I know. That, yeah. yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it was just yeah. that stuff just threw me for a loop. So. Yeah, what what's what are some other things that just didn't work for you here? Um, I think this movie was really lacking in the religious stuff uh, because I think what really made the the original Exorcist very strong was, you know, Father Karras having that crisis of faith and a crisis of religion. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. you see, it's when you really look at it, he's essentially you could characterize him as the main character of the original. Um, Mm. but when, but when everything, like when he's being tasked to perform this exorcism, he's really having a crisis of faith with father Marin. I mean, his mother just died. She lived in the slums. He's not even a priest. He's a psychiatric counselor for priests. So he's like, what the hell am I even doing here? Whereas this one has this like random priest guy and some dabbles with the church and stuff. But like, honestly, like, I, I, I mean, I can't say it actually because that's spoiler territory. Um, okay, but um, but like with this one though, with the priest, it it just felt so like it's like oh we gotta have the priest, but we like we don't have to yeah. give him a character. Like there's an exorcism, we have to have a priest. You know, it's like it's almost like mm-hmm. there were things in here that were forced to be in here. Yeah. I also feel like um, Ellen Burstein, as mm-hmm. legendary as she is, yeah, I've seen people praising her performance. I didn't like her performance in this. You could tell she didn't want to be here and you could tell they had no fucking clue what to do with Chris McNeil. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, why? I feel like a thousand people could come up with something better. Exactly. Exactly. She's in the movie for about five to eight minutes. She, she shows up or they, they find her and then she goes to a place with them and then something happens to her and she's out of, the like I don't want to say it, she's out of the movie, it, but she's out of the picture. The, you know, it, it very it's very much Laurie Strode in Halloween Kills. You, I remember you very, that that yeah, um, it's very much. Know, remember, people were angry yep. that Laurie was just in a bed. Yep. It's very much that. It, it's it's yeah, it's not not the same concept, but no. damn near close, but and it's, it's, it's really it's annoying. Ninety five percent the same. Yeah, uh, and it was really annoying yep. when I was watching. Yeah, and uh. I just feel like I feel like sometimes with these requels, they feel a lot of the studios and creators feel like, well, we have to have the person from the original. See, that's it. my thing, I'm, and I feel like you don't have to no. all the time. And you know what? You could just do it. Like, and uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know if I'm necessarily sick of like these requels or legacy sequels. I think. You know, I alluded to that in my video review that'll be up live soon, uh, that I was kind of yeah. sick of them. But like now that we're talking, 
I don't think that's necessarily the case. I don't think I'm sick of legacy sequels. I think mm-hmm. I'm sick of the trope of bringing back the legacy character in the legacy sequels. I mean, unless yeah. unless if it's somebody like Sidney Prescott, because I think Scream actually did it really well, uh, mm-hmm. then go for it. Um, but but I mean, other than that, it's it like this this trope's getting old for me now. Hollywood always comes up with some trend that they do for mm-hmm. about three to four years, maybe five. Like for instance, the whole, the Joker thing, like, Oh, he allows himself to get caught and then escape with no real objective plan. Has many mm-hmm. movies after that did it. And then star Trek into darkness. Oh, we cast this guy as this iconic villain. And he's not actually that villain, but he is that villain just with a different name. Bunch of movies did that. The beam in the sky thing. Now it's the legacy oh, sequels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like Hollywood mm. gets trendy and they rely on all these trends for so many years and now i'm just annoyed like to the point where i'm just like stop it please yeah i i hate it i uh i yeah i just hate that aspect of it you know because i feel like it's unnecessary Mm -hmm. and as far as this one it's uh yeah it's there's things i enjoyed though too. too like some things i did enjoy like i did think i thought some of the scares were good, Unexpected but there just wasn't. Scares. Yeah, there just wasn't enough of them. Right. Um, the first couple of minutes, the first maybe like half of this movie, it's very slow, and because it's like it's a missing persons case. Yeah. And I know we just watched Saw. Well, I just watched Saw X, mm-hmm. and it's like a lot of the uh, feedback was that it starts off slow because you know you're getting into the meats and bones of the story. Right. I thought I thought that it's it's I thought I think you can do that yeah. if the story is handled well. Yeah, and I uh, and this one it's like it's it, it's just really slow and I usually hate slow. saying yeah. I usually hate saying boring but like it was just very slow, yeah. and I'm like, oh, my God, that's, guys, let's that, get this I going, think, man. I, th- I think that's where the movie gets confused a little bit because the f- yeah. when you really think about it, the original one from 73 is slow, too, but it's slow in like mm. a way that it's interesting. Like I can deal yeah. with a slow movie as long as it's interesting. I've, I've, I've seen some people complain that the Batman is slow, but I said, yeah, but at least there's still stuff going on. Batman's still investigating with Gordon, mm-hmm. like, Every scene is related to that investigation. There's new clues in every scene. Then you have the car chase. And even after the car chase, like all the stuff with in the iceberg lounge, you know, Mm -hmm. all of that is really integral to the story. And it's interesting. And also we haven't seen that side of a Batman in any Batman movie. This is just kind of like, oh, it's a missing persons case. But this feels slow for the sake of being slow because the original was slow. But the original was building character and it was interesting mm-hmm. because those characters were interesting. And then it had, and then it slowly built into the horror aspects, which were yeah. even more unsettling because you actually cared about those characters. And this movie tries to do that, I think, but it doesn't do it in a way that's effective. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think you're right on the right, right on the nail yeah. with that. I completely agree. It's just, uh, I, I don't know. It's just a lot of it, for the first, I was interested in like the actual possession, I, getting into yeah, that. I think uh, I, I thought the practical effects were great. Yep, I think same here. I think the two child actors were also really good. Leslie, um, Adam I Jr. would say, I'll say most of the performances in the movie I enjoyed. Yeah, but yeah, at the the meat and the bones of the movie is supposed to be the scary 
exorcism and i don't think it was yeah done i mean i well. i had some fun watching that exorcism i appreciate the fact that they attributed and paid homage to the original by using practical effects because that i mean mm-hmm. all the makeup on their face that could easily have been cgi yeah but luckily they used makeup and prosthetics and it was all practical i mean i'm pretty sure some of the throwing around of some objects was maybe practical i mean there's obviously mm-hmm. there's cgi in there i will say this though if there was cgi i didn't think it was noticeable um yeah, yeah I so say, i, I think they hit it really well uh leslie odom jr is really good in the movie i think um, mm-hmm. he's essentially the main character. I think, I actually think he's a more interesting character than Chris McNeil because I don't think Chris McNeil got that much of a character in the original. She wasn't all that fleshed out where I think he's a little mm-hmm. bit more fleshed out. And I will say like the missing persons aspect of it, I was on board with to a certain point. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, yeah, I, I, I was on board with it until it just turned. Yeah. It just they, okay, so it's like it's a missing person, and I love me a good missing. I right. know you can't right. spend a lot of time with it, right. but I love me a good missing persons kind of thing. Um, and then it was like interesting. Where could these girls go? Mm-hmm. What happened what to them? Who see? took them? What did they see? Like, did someone take them? Yada yada yada. And then they just find them. Yeah. And then, and then uh, they don't really explain where they were no they just kind of i think move on from that whole missing thing i think they left that out intentionally to do in the sequels oh yeah that was that was the vibe i was getting from the i don't know if we're gonna get one either at least i don't at least if we get one i hope it's a different creative team it won't be. It won't be. But, but I, I'm praying to God that it is. But it yeah. won't be. Yeah. I yeah. So I was just. I thought that I wanted to learn more because that's what really hooked me in the trailer. It was like the stock footage of like yeah. them walking into the woods. I I so they do show when they do get into the woods. They do show what they're doing. Yeah. Like, but I think it would have been more spookier if you just found them without even knowing what they were yeah, doing. Yeah, like all. just yeah, because they they, like, they pop up at like some place. I'm not gonna for the sake of spoilers. I'm not gonna explain yeah. where. And then it's like, oh, they're in the hospital now, and the parents have gone to find them. And, and like, how predictable was it that they were gone three days? Like, that's in the trailer. Mm. That's not a spoiler. But it's like, oh, how long do you think you were gone? Oh, only a few hours. No, you were gone three days. I'm like, of course it was three days because everything's yeah. three days in these movies, apparently. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if I have much more to say. I can't really remember anything else, honestly. <laughs> it's not a very memorable movie. Like, it's not bad, but it just. It's one of those movies, like I said in the beginning, that just it comes and goes. Like it just it's in one ear, out the other. Yeah. Uh yeah, I I, I, I agree. I, I don't really know. I don't think it was yeah, I don't know. I just again, it was just it was fine. Like, I, I absolutely hated the editing. Yeah. I did think some of the imagery was there. It was yeah. a little, it was a little spooky. Um, I just feel like Exorcist with the word with that title. I feel like you're supposed to, like I'm supposed to go home in Here. the dark, like a little freaked out. Yeah, and I was just like, dude, I'll, yeah. I'll give you, I'll give you, you know, I'll give like, you, I'll give you a perfect example. This sure. this movie that I'm gonna name isn't that great of a movie. 
It's it's solid, oh, but I don't think it's shit. I don't think it's I don't think it's great, but it's better than this, and it's more of an Exorcist movie than this. I felt somewhat freaked out after watching the Pope's Exorcist compared to this. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah I thought that that was a better Exorcist movie mm. than the Exorcist Believer. Yeah, so it's just I haven't seen that because yeah. I, 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 I heard <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so. Okay, so I was I came out of the movie, mm-hmm. and there was like some scenes where I was like, "Oh, this is like, uh, like, like." Okay, so in the trailer, when she, when the body and the blood stuff is happening, yeah. In the trailer, just now while we're listening to yeah. it, it is a little like, oh, you know, it's it got feels that, yeah, weird. it's got that evil dice tonight feel, you know. Yeah, you can just chant. <laughs> it's it's a very like yeah, it's a very and also too. The imagery, some of the things that they do and they show, like I said, the imagery I thought was great. Yeah. Like there's like a lot of body like, body stuff I, in here too. I, I just a lot of cuts, and I I thought that was all great. I just want, but yeah, so, go ahead. I just wanted to be more grossed out because it's like the first the first one, it's like she's shoving the cross up her you know thing. I'm not gonna. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like she's vomiting green goo all over people. She spins her head all the way around. Like, I mean, that's what made Reagan so scary in the first one. There's nothing like that in this movie. Yeah, and it's and that's what I that's what I wanted more exactly. of. Exactly. That's what and I when to. I on the way home, I feel like a movie with that title. You know, it's dark. It's late. I feel like that's that would like you know I'm driving yeah. in the dark. I feel like I if I look in the back seat, I'm gonna be a little spooked. Yeah, and it just wasn't. It it had never really. It didn't really feel like that. And yeah. uh, there's are there are possession demonic movies that make me feel a little uneasy throughout right. the day or the night or whatever. But this just wasn't it. I kind of just went home and like yeah, slept. It was, it, it, and yeah. yeah, it's it's just one of those things where it's like eh, whatever. Yeah, and again, just really disappointed by it. I really wanted something more. Yeah. I don't know where they go from here. I did not get sequel vibes from this I didn't either. at all. I didn't, there, I've um, seen people saying it sets up a sequel. I'm like, how? A where? Yeah, I, exactly. I how? Yeah, I... Is Pazuzu coming back? Or what? I don't know. <laughs> bringing, bringing all everybody back doesn't yeah, mean exactly. like, we can keep doing more of these. I, I, I There's no way that I see this going on for like three more movies i heard that's the plan yeah and i, I just don't see i really don't see the story feels complete yeah i really don't see it so with that being said everyone um that's it exorcist believer yep it was okay painfully all right any uh final thoughts for me my fantastically friend? mediocre that's that's what yeah. i will say yeah. i have mm-hmm. nothing else to say about it i mean it's it's yeah. i mean i shouldn't say it's what i expected it to be but given the creative team behind it i'm not surprised that it was mm-hmm. as average or as bad as people are saying it is yeah and it's not like they do something they do crazy outlandish right. outlandish like right story stuff like they did in halloween ends right but it's just compared i remember like you know i was pretty jacked up after yeah I would I was rather watch Halloween up. ends, honestly. Yeah, I was pretty jacked up after like Halloween 2018. Yeah, and I feel like with a new IP, this would probably yeah. I feel like it would probably get them more excited and you know more amped up to do something right. else, something different. Yeah, and I just didn't really feel like there was anything different here. It's um, I agree. It was just very okay. It just felt like and, your basic Exorcist movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And it's a bummer too because again, I was looking forward to this. Horror has been on a really good run this, this year. year. It's been really good. And um Yeah. So that's it, everyone. I guess that's my final thoughts. I think it's okay. Yeah, I think if you're into fine. the franchise, check it out for the eh, jingle, I guess. I would say if you love the first one, you won't like this one. So Yeah, I don't yeah. I think I, the first I, one's a classic. I think I, I feel like people can find some enjoyment in yeah, it. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, so I will still recommend it, but not yeah. to a high extent. Yeah. But All right, everyone. With that being said, that is our review for Exorcist Believer. I'm not a uh, believer. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so let us know what you thought of the movie, if you've seen it, and or if you're going to see it. Let us know what you thought. Happy spooky season. Alex, I will let everyone know where they can follow you. You can find me on my link tree. I have a link tree now. My website is there. Um, I'll have Dwayne put my website actually in the description, uh, alexmattamovies.mystrikingly.com. All my other social media links are there. Stay tuned on my channel for the spooktacular that I do every October. Having a lot of fun with it, so check that out when you get a second. All right, everyone. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at cinematic94. And the podcast, of course, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That should be it for us. If there has been, there hasn't been a lot of news this week. No, so, this, really. it, in case something happens tomorrow, uh, we'll think about a world show. So, stay tuned for that. And uh, yeah, that is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Alex. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye bye.